One, go. Uh-huh. Recordings in progress. Welcome to the Clapdown Podcast. You got it, dude. Yep, there we go. Because I, I needed a, a, a blank what space. Do you mean, there there. You, did you know you were just pa- your? It was dramatic pause, or what was the pause? Well, no, no, no. Because now they have heard the intro music, which we haven't figured out what the intro music is going to be. I'm going to go back and edit this, and it's going to sound really cool <laughs> and professional. <laughs> and professional. <laughs> Welcome to the Claptop Podcast. Welcome to the Claptop Podcast. Monster Clutch Go! You remember when we used to do podcasts and it's just me constantly talking over you? Yeah. It, I could see of just yelling, just blowing out the speakers in my car when I would go back and listen to it. It's not the only thing I'm going to blow out, buddy, if you play your cards right. <laughs> yeah. I'll pick a uh, start. Uh, do we want to go live? Let's go live. Yeah, let's go live. Let's go live, dude. Let's, let's go live. Let's just go live, dude. Why don't we? Why do they call it live versus live? Should we just go live? Because that's really what you're doing is you're just live, living. laugh, love, dude. Yeah, live, live, live laugh, laugh, love, dude. Live, live laugh, laugh, love. Live, laugh, laugh, love, dude. Hey. Lilax, love. Everybody out there in Facebook place. Are we on? I don't see. Are we on your personal page or are we on our page? Could you do we that? We should be on the cloud. No, we're back. Page. We're on the on the pop tab. We're on the page. We're on the, we're on the right. We page. are. We are on the right page. Hey, gang. Uh, okay. Gang, gang. But I don't know if that's what the kids do nowadays. Yeah, bruh. So what do you think about 21 Savage's new album? I'm pretty much in love with it. So we could talk about that for about an hour. Never heard of her. Okay, let's put some respect on Slaughter Gang, 21. How oh, dare man. you? Okay. I can't, whatever, I, can't, dude. I can't, dude. I can't. 21 Savage, what? I don't... How would you describe 21 Savage's music? Like, what genre of hip-hop is it? It's punk rock, mainly. Like, yeah, it's like rock, it's like It's like metal of hip-hop? It's like metalcore. It's not. You know? I don't feel like I said it at all. Speaking of frat rock, so I know you're a big Five Finger Death Punch fan. <laughs> so go on. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had something queued up for this. So, but let's wind the clocks back before we get into all the nitty gritty, dirty, and and stuff that we have to talk about, which we really don't have anything to talk about. Um, let's wind. Let's wind it down for a minute, and let's just make sure everybody knows. That um, we have absolutely nothing, nothing planned for this podcast. Does that no, work? nothing. We've we've waited a whole year for this. We've prepared for an entire year, calendar year, three hundred and sixty something odd days, and we bring nothing. I will other say than this, our talent and just like off the cuff, like. Oh my god, are you so talented? Did you just say I was talented? You're so talented. I'm entering my villain era. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? Have I seen okay? Well, let's oh let's get into it now, dude. I'm in I'm on one now, dude. I'm on a I'm on a cruise ship to hell. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, if I have to watch one more video on Instagram and it's just like a blue-collar dude, right? And he's sitting at the end of a bed. And it's like kind of a dark scene and he it's like slow-mo and high frame rate. And he's just like looking around all quizzically. And then there's an, a voiceover that's like, you just got to get up and give it all, man. You got to give it a hundred percent every day because no one's coming to save you. You're on your own. You can't depend on anybody because you're, you're, you're a lion. You're a lion in a forest full of little pussy ants. Be a lion. right? And then like the caption, the caption's always the same. It's like, I grew up dirt poor. You go to the dude's profile. He grew up in like yes. a half million dollar house in the hills. Yeah. Nobody, nobody had my back. He's getting bailed out of jail for twelve DUIs in college by his senator dad. You're like, what are you, what are you doing, dude? Usually, the people that share videos like that, even if they're not like the the senator, my dad owns a dealership, bro. He can totally hook you up, kind of guy. Yeah. Usually, the people that share videos like that, like when you look at their social media. And they have shared 15 different videos or posts. They're all motivational, too. It's like, dude. Yeah, all on the same day with like a, within a two-hour window. And they have one, maybe two likes the whole time out of like yeah. 15 posts. Like, If dude, Adderall just... had a Facebook page, that's what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> that's all this, dude. If Ritalin and Adderall had a Facebook page... It would just be laser focused on whatever topic was that five yes, minutes. Yes. Like, yes. Dude. Yeah. Dude, this summer I'm going to build a log cabin. We got three weeks of woodworking before it just gets thrown in the trash. It's like, dude, come on, man. I can't, I just can't vibe with it. It just makes my balls tickle. And I usually like that. Speaking of 
tickling. Um, yes. In a little while here, around 7 p.m., we're going to be bringing a special guest on the show. Okay, uh, he is I'm near. Excited. He's near, and guess what? He's also dear to my heart. His name. He's also referred to as the person I originally wanted to do clapped out with, but he wouldn't accept my offer, so I settled for you, Kenny Dangler. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, I want to. I'm going to preface all of this this entire episode with saying I have little to no interactions with Mr. Dangler, no, other too. than just the loving him posts on social media. Just loving and, him, and uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of his just his whole persona online. It's now it's there's really there's good. a reason I brought up the motivation porn stuff before mentioning Kenny. Okay, so and I don't know how much you know we'll talk about Kenny's personal life and what he's been through and where he comes from and stuff, but Kenny is a habitual motivational poster. Okay, and mm -hmm. he will he'll post like paragraphs motivationally and he is the only dude that'll post the the like motivational stuff that i'm uh, that i'm like cool oh sorry i started i started playing the podcast in the background and i thought you were talking while i was talking but it was the podcast playing in the background <laughs> so sorry about that everybody but yeah he um he posts these motivational things and it doesn't it's not bullshit you know what i mean yeah you like read through you can read through the lines on a lot of people and you're like, dude, there's no way this dude was up at 4 a.m. lumberjacking. Or I, mean, I know Kenny Kenny was for sure up at 4 a.m. jacking. The other day I knew, like, just a couple days ago, when he posted up a picture of a Pontiac Grand Prix sitting on Blizzax. Oh, dude. That's all I need to know. That's all I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to think of some sort of a title, like, the Mizak with the Blizzax. Like, yeah. Somehow to, like, way to introduce him. Yeah, but, I don't think he's he's tied, like a man that doesn't need an introduction. I Blizzax into it, but I just I I can't figure it out. So but I'm excited. He, yeah, yeah, he's a good old boy. But yeah, that's around 7 p.m. Old boy's gonna be entering the chat. We'll get through some that. We'll get to that sort of stuff. He hasn't texted me back yet. So if he ghosts me, then everything I said nice about him, I fucking take back every word. <laughs> every word I said about Kenny, and I'll fly to Michigan to Northern Performance, and I'll enter him swiftly. And uh, thanks again to Monster Clutches for sponsoring the program. I want to mention something about Monster Clutches. Don't worry about what happened just now in that comment. But sure, I want to I want to read an exact line of messaging between me and the owner of Monster Clutches, Steve Addison. This is in reference to being the title sponsor of our podcast this year. Okay, so again, when people are like, <laughs> "We don't, we are very bad at sales pitches as a group," would you agree? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like I don't, I can't think of the last time that we had a sales pitch for a prospective partner that they should have agreed to. Fair. Yes. Okay. Everybody, everybody should run like they're like we're on fire. Yeah. From we, us. we usually are on fire too. At least I am. But this is <laughs> this is the message I sent, Steve. Dear Mister Attractive Man, whom I love deeply. Clapped Out Podcast returns into this month. I'm extending an invitation to jump on board for 2024 as the title sponsor. As I've stated before, this is a giant waste of your marketing funds. Do not agree. Support an actual racer instead of Clapped Out. If you don't wish to heed my warning, you can cover the season. One hour episodes, blah, blah, blah. Again, do yeah. not engage. It is not worth it. Love, Logan. And he's like, you know, I'm on board. And it, so here's the deal. The man has built a successful company. So, yeah. and he decides that he wants to be a title partner again. And this is not only me sucking up, but me saying thank you to Monster Clutches because repeatedly they come to the plate for us. And it's, it's always awesome. Like the guy has a Lamborghini. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a kit car. It's a Volkswagen bug. I mean, it's still pretty cool. I know, but if we could just maybe take his accomplishments down a notch because I already feel terrible about where I'm at in life. Yeah. He's got a wonderful family, an in-ground pool, a beautiful house. <laughs> nice. I got a I got four fucking cats and one of them pisses on my countertop. So <laughs> what do you got on that, Steve? Anyway, but thank you, Steve. Thank you so yeah. much. Appreciate it, bud. Appreciate you, dude. Um but yeah, no, I I I I always suck up to that that whole company, but it's for good reason. And there's not many companies that stand up for their products like they do. And again, this is not a sales pitch. We don't have any clutches in any of our cars. So yeah, yeah, working on awesome. that. I, I 
I'm trying to figure out something to build that has a stick in it. And I just haven't found it yet. But well, I've been toying with the idea. Toying with the idea. What you got? Well, you know how I recently purchased a 2004 Nissan 350Z? Yes. Well, my idea is 2JZ, the world, stick shift. Mm-hmm. And many moons ago, we developed a clutch monster clutches i say we like i was there in the lab helping no it was not if anything if anything i hurt the process uh but we developed they developed a clutch for a t56 to 2j and then i promptly well you went sevens and i called steve and i'm like steve i'm not good enough to drive a stick shift to the sevens can i put an auto in the car and he's like yes logan you can put an auto in the car and then i beat you you remember that how i went faster than you right. i've ever done in your entire really, life really ringing a bell but go ahead well it did happen but that clutch is still i still have that clutch so i have literally decided that if i have the opportunity and i can put the pieces together to build the entire car around the fact that i have a clutch for monster clutches that i still need to use i think it'd be kind of cool i like it I, I did. Uh, I did talk to him about uh, potentially doing something with the C10. Um, if I could put three pedals in that, I just, I just don't know what. Well, you know my dilemma. I don't know when I would have the time to uh, begin that project. Yeah, but dude. I, I want tough. something with know. three pedals. Very being, reti- being retired is tough to find time. Yeah, man. I'd say uh, you know you should just call it just being tired. That's what I am. Just tired all the time. All the Always time. Always so sleepy. Always so sleepy. <laughs> oh, you know what would suck? I just realized something. What if Kenny's on Central Time? Ooh. Oh man, if we jack this up day one, we got we got Kenny for five minutes at the end of the podcast. Hey guys. <laughs> all right, hold on. I was about to Google it. Just is Kenny Dangler in Central Time? <laughs> is Kenny Dangler in Central Time? Rather than where he's from, yeah, I think that's how dependent on technology we are. No, I was uh, when I was driving around today, I did a whole bunch of pondering on. I thought you said I pottery. Th- I'm like, you were making clay pots in your car. <laughs> no, I really think I might do a stock five three in my car really while original. I while I build the big block. Just throw that in there because no, shut shut your face. All I, I gotta do no, hold on. Where the car is at right now. Don't don't shut do your, this. Shut your form out. I want you to say out loud who told you to do that the moment you got the car back. No, I'm not gonna. Yeah, sure, you, whatever. <laughs> but I can put a stock five three in the car. The mid plate doesn't change. I would put another set of tabs in the front for the motor plate in the very front of the car. But the amount of crap that I have, I could put a stock 5.3 with a diaper on it, single turbo, and pretty much I already have everything to make it happen. And uh, I'm strongly considering that. And before you sit here and tell me about a whole bunch of crap uh, that you know, oh, that was my idea. I don't give a shit because, ladies and gentlemen, here is Mr. Kenny Dangler. Dangler! That's crowd you, noise. You gotta, you gotta turn on. Gotta, there, he there he is. That guy. Oh, that's good. Why does it? Why does he look like he's about to pick the draft picks for next year in that <laughs> office? <laughs> Yo, Kenny, who are you recruiting, buddy? Well, you see, this is this is my team North North race shirt. You know, Project Pat North that's, North. That's you know, it's a serious bit that we have here uh, at Northern Performance Cars. And uh, I tell you what, man. Kenny, you are you are a uh, a phenom in my opinion and many others. And we were just bragging about how we truly enjoy watching everything that you post and the motivational stuff that you throw out there, and the fact that in a I don't want to say short time because it's been I mean relatively speaking it has been a short time, mm-hmm. but how long ago did you buy the shop you're in right now? Ah, uh, October of twenty two. So. That's 21, 21. So it's a little sure. over two years. Like it has been 26 or 27 months. And I feel that you attacked that shop the same way you attack, like everything you build. I blink and it's done and it's not, and it's just way better than I could have imagined. Like the flooring, the paint on the out, like you took what was, 
not a dead lot, but a lot that was tired and it needs some help. And I snap my fingers, I blink, and it's all of a sudden it's like a mecca of just boner jams. <laughs> well, you know. You know what they say. So. <laughs> no, I do. I just, I have the tendency to, like, with within my means, I will always try to take things to another level. And it's just something that I've always done. And it's commonly I overdo everything. But, yeah, take it to another level. It doesn't matter what we're doing. I, I, I'm going to double back. Can we figure out a way to collaborate between Clapped Out, Kenny, and Northern Performance and do a – Project Pat North North like legit T-shirt. Can I draw that up for uh, us? Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely, because I it's so hard. I love I mean, it. Like I said, I, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but like we got we got jerseys. <laughs> it made says F. I need it. You know this is <laughs> North North. I North. Need now we got one, stickers. Dude. You know, little little ones. Just basically, you know, people always try to take them, but it's like no, that's for the team. Yeah, so there's only like a few of us that you got to be super top secret, you know, yeah, dude. real it's street incredible. gangster to get them stickers. Can he spear people in the parking lot to get his stickers back? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I got some pretty funny stuff like that. I've bought just like where to the track and stuff. It's, it's, I think the funniest thing I've ever seen you post was the red and blue and fitting video. Oh, where your oh, hand dickhead. was just like, Oh, Logan told me no, I couldn't do it. The whole... No, he says, dude, the videos you were sending me. Oh, you you dick. Yeah, that was good. You so went straight it, for, for those of you listening, Kenny and Logan and I kind of have a little bit of a back and forth about the color of, of what your AN fittings should be. Well, it's, it's really just sexual tension. But yes. It really is, dude. Yeah. It's AN built it's up there. Dude. Yeah, he's all about black. Yeah, dude, and, enough, and I like dude, blue and red. I'm so. telling you, the right song comes on, and we're around each other, bumping, and grinding and is going to go to a new level. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's what I was even thinking about this a minute ago. I wasn't sure how you guys did this, the approach. This is the first time I've been on camera with clothes on in a while. So yeah, same. <laughs> it's a lot of adjusting. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get used to it. If you want to plug your OnlyFans towards the end of the show, by all means, dude, we can it's, throw. Some- it's really I, just I'm- my cell phone number and PayPal, but yeah, <laughs> we can do it. He yeah. doesn't want the government finding out, dude. Dad, taking my tips. <laughs> yeah, we're not no trace on that. Man, dude, um, no, but yeah, I it's kind of circling back again. Um, Northern performance. It, I have seen you grow from. It was like a detached shop. How big was the shop you were in before? It was only twelve hundred square feet. Mm-hmm. So, and you were turning stuff out like a, like crazy. That's where the original uh, Black Camaro was built, right? The Mandingo car. Actually, even before then, but the the several. Uh, steps were there yes but yeah. no i started in well technically when i started that car i was still down in florida working for speedline performance with my old boss michael um got you when i started it but yeah no i was building it in like the attached garage in the house and then mm-hmm. we we moved back here from to be close to family long story short you know how that goes so yeah. we moved back here to be close to family in like 2016 and uh bought the house bought a property next door and i actually was working at a computer store doing networking and stuff like that because i <laughs> You know, it's the thing where I take things to the next level. Like, I've always done car stuff. So then when you do it as a job and then you do it as a hobby and then you, it's your like, wow, you know, years have gone by and I haven't done anything except for do car stuff. No birthdays, no Christmases. So it's yeah. like, ah, it's overwhelming. So I, every once in a while, I, I lose, lose track of reality and I'll tend to like flip out and take a break and do something different for a minute. But now I'm, now I'm here. So yeah. Yeah, no more of that. But. Well, I'd say, I mean, just from a, a personal standpoint, because uh, I've watched, I mean, again, like I have watched as a fan of yours for a while and um, just kind of just as I see the progress come through on any project, anything you're putting together, it's it's to see it scaled again at the time in the time period in which it takes place and then to see the cars perform in, in the way in which they do. I don't think there's many people in the industry now that can. And and you're talking to a guy, or I'm talking coming from a guy that has like the worst ADD in the world. Like I can't keep my focus for longer than three seconds. Yeah, you, you it's like you have car ADD, but the type that actually finishes it and moves on and co- accomplishes something. Like <laughs> the notchback you built, how fast did that car go? The one you recently got rid, you didn't know recently, but the last notch you built, it went bottom fours, didn't it? Yeah, went four thirties. Yeah, at 170 plus on ethanol. Mm-hmm. It went 680 at 202 on pumpy 85. Still had an eight-inch subwoofer in it that day. My girlfriend could drive. It was pretty cool. That's awesome, man. And, and Josh Jones brought that car, and he, we still chat all the time about it. And 
You know, I help him with it as much as I can, which him and his dad got a pretty good program on it. But it's awesome that it went to someone like him because he uses it and he's, yeah, you know, won some pretty good races and won some cash on it. So it's awesome. It's well, cool. I've so seen that, I've see seen that like car continue to race for sure. Someone takes it and, and, and continues, you know, so it's, so, it's like a kid, you know, you're like putting it for adoption. You're like, take me, take it, you know, and, you're, and then you're like, see, you're better off without me. Yeah. You're doing so good. I love yeah. you. You have a better <laughs> life now. Yeah. See, it's great. So I want to, if we can, like, for those that are listening to the podcast and are not like dialed into our social media or on our personal pages here, back the, the clock up a little bit. How did you get into the type of, automotive that you're into now motorsports whatever the case is um and what is it that northern performance actually like what do you guys specialize in and uh talk us through that journey real quick right um barbara walters over here damn i mean (laughs) yeah dateline It's not bad. Um, cool. Tell us about your OnlyFans. Your car's really um, fast. You want to talk about farts? I'm like, so yes. Um, I I do this thing where, uh, you know, I'm very brutally honest. Sometimes I too much, but um, within a skill set, I've I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out what the best roundabout way to like own and operate a business, run a business, do something that you're passionate about, do something that you enjoy. So like I said, so, so twice throughout my life, I've totally destroyed my life. Um, Take know, us through that in detail. I, I, if you everyone <laughs> knows I was in prison for a few years for selling drugs. and What kind of drugs specifically? And what was jail like? Jail was actually not that bad. Were um, you like, were you the guy in the block? Everyone was just like, no, nah, dude, he's too, he's too cute. I'm kind of embarrassed was, to talk to him. I was kind of like you. I haven't shaved lately, but I was kind of like you. Really cute face, little Sick. joke. Everyone liked me. So it was a great time. I just yeah. worked out and worked on myself and reflected and lost out on a lot of girls that i used to have but other than that i moved on you know so yeah no just like stuff like that like you know it's uh it's one of the things where obviously it wasn't a good thing but it was a good thing so if it wasn't for that you know among many other things a lot of learning experience it was just uh so you know that and a couple other times i've just destroyed my life because i build up and then i'm just like i'm stuck i, I feel trapped and i don't like it so then i move on so what i like self-implode or what, how would you describe that like what is not the self-implode like i'm still good you know but just uh i don't want to live here anymore i want to move i want to do something better you know I'm, yeah not to be that way but like i'm better than this or this and this isn't how i planned it or yeah. you know you, you grow with a group of friends and then they get married and have kids and then and then you're just like, oh, I'm still not married with kids and this, this yeah. isn't my thing. And then so you're like, I'm in my own little group and yeah, I'm not, I don't belong here anymore. So, you know, just stuff that young people do and, and young people yeah. everywhere go through that stuff. So, um, but that was me. And it would, it would just hit me hard because I'd be like, this is my life. This is how it is. And then things would change. And I'd be like, I don't know what to do from here. <laughs> so I don't know. So basically here, I've just built this off the. I want to do something that I'm happy with. I want to do something where I can come to work every day and it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm at work again. And this is terrible. Um, so just last year, one of my best friends from high school, Dick, he joined on the team and he's doing paint corrections and ceramic coatings. So in the same thing like that, like it's like a childhood thing for me. This is, I'm living, I'm trying to live a dream out. So we just do, you know, things that I really enjoy. I like building custom exhausts. We like doing a lot, just, you know, we do primarily LS stuff because we stay so busy with it. We haven't done anything else like mm-hmm. we could, and we get a lot of responses for it, but it's just not something that's time consuming. We already work, you know, in the summer, the three guys that are here right now, we work 80, 90, hundred hours a week. So it's just yeah. one of the things we don't want to grow from here. We're happy where it's at and it's everything that we ever plan to do. And it is like, Dick's been my friend for 21 years and him and I work together every day. I love yeah, it. It's like that. We've we've been through a lot of stuff together, but we always come back to each other. We never have crazy problems. When we do, we hash it out. It's not a big deal. So, you know, it's like this is my family now. This is my you know group. So, you know, it's like Andrew. I hired him a couple of years ago. I didn't know if it was going to work out, and he turned out to just be a blessing in disguise. So, so do you find that. like some solace in 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 the fact that you you've bounced around in the past, and now you have found not only a niche in the LS community, but like you just said, the word family. And, and you feel like you have, um, you know, again, you mentioned that you're trying to build the dream here. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that a big part of that are the people you share that with? And that's a big reason for how strong this hold has been and, and how quickly you've grown. Absolutely. 
And the same thing, you know, it's, it's almost every one of our customers to some degree turns out to be a friend. We're either going to the racetrack together or to some car shows together, or they stop by and we hang out, we go to dinner, we, you know, so yeah, I'm just one of those people. I, I don't want to say I'm likable, but, um, you know, like no, it's you are it very likable. It seems, it seems like that just, you know, it's like an unspoken thing. Like guys will come here and we'll do a big job for them. And then a week later they stop by and be like, thanks for working on my car. And I'm like, you want to go get tacos? And yeah. then we just start being friends and it's just like, yeah. hey, cool. So, and I which like, is hard at times. You, like you can't you find industries. Yeah, do you that. find you have trouble sometimes balancing that like customer friend relationship? Like uh, at a certain point you're married to every single car that comes through the door and it Absolutely. becomes overwhelming. Yep. Like how Absolutely. do you, how do you balance that? Yeah. What's, what's your, your divorce what's your strategy? Ooh, it's uh, <laughs> see that that's one of the things where, <laughs> I need to grow and, and mature from that's where I'm stuck right now. And it's the same thing. Like right now I put everything off for the last four weeks to just work on my green car because I have so much money and time into it previously. And it's just sat for so long. Um, but no, I'm terrible about it because I absolutely love what we do here. You know, I love, I would say a strong 90% of people that we work for are absolutely awesome. You get 10 that are you know, customers and, you know, whatever, but yeah, you can't, no, there's a difference between friends and customers for sure. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. I, I am terrible about it. I'm too welcoming. I'm too inviting. Um, I share too much, you know, whatever you want to say, but no, that's one of the hardest things for me. And that was kind of why, like, I absolutely loved working with Michael down in Florida. We had a great relationship. We got along great. I loved the job, but it was just, you know, home relationships, you know, life, it just gets in the way. And I can't separate that because this is, I would say, honestly, a strong obsession, strong, yeah. you know, I, I get into something and I can't stop and it just, I gotta yeah. go. So it's, it's tough because it does, it wears on, you know, family. Like I haven't seen my parents in, you know, a couple of years, like my stepdad, my mom, I don't see them very yeah. often. It's not that we have problems. It's just, they live a little ways away. I, we live just yeah. I think that's a common occurrence too, is it like Logan gets on me all the time about butting off more than I can chew. Like, and I'd say a huge problem that I have is just if I don't have the weight of the world on my shoulders, I mm -hmm. feel like I'm not doing enough and right. I just keep piling on, piling on. And then, you know, every car that comes through, like you're married to that car, depending on yes. the type of job that you do. So that's, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear I'm not the only one. No, and... it's, it's, it's normal. And it's something that I, I, I tend to take, I cross that line all the time and I shouldn't. So to go back, but also forward. So one of the things that we do that I try to, I've shifted this business since, since I bought this building and I have employees and, and a lot of overhead. I mean, we're 28 times more a month than what I was in my small shop. So you got to kind of work now, you yeah. know, more before I'd be like, I'm going to take a couple weeks off, go to Florida and hang out with my old friends. And it wasn't a big deal. Cause you just, you know, house payment, whatever, but now it's, you know, a lot. So, yeah. And you got you people's know. livelihoods depending on you and it's a lot of pressure. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's technically, you know, three, four families count on me to ultimately bring work in, provide work, have things scheduled. And, and it is that's so honest to God that the most stressful thing I've ever done in my life is buy this place because I didn't lease it. I bought it. I didn't do this. It's, it's my whole life in one package, you know, and it's the same thing when I was over there. It was, it was my whole life, but I also, you know, I had, I had the building was paid for, you know, it was small. I built it myself. It took me a year and a half. I did every aspect with it. I had a couple of friends help, but you know, there was, there was really no overhead. My insurance was cheap because it was small, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it was just living expenses. So it wasn't bad, but here, you know, it's shit. Property taxes come in every once in a while. I'm like, fuck, I forgot about that. Seven yeah. years summer tax and all oh, it's, it's, you know, yeah. so you're like, Whoo! you know, the yeah. scale is that a hundred for me literally feels like a thousand dollars. So it's just like thousand, thousand, thousand. So the separation of that is tough. So the last three to six months, I've really spent time trying to figure out what's our biggest money maker versus time versus, and, and not time like per hour, but per how long does this take us? Does it take us three days? Does it take us three weeks? Or does it you're trying to, you're trying to scale an efficiency level here. And yeah, it's and actually something that yeah. we went. So at, I manage a shop called dynasty in Louisville yeah. for those listening. And, um, we went through a similar thing and not to interject or cut you off at the knees, but yeah, we, we would work on everything. So we would work mm -hmm. on every, every car under the sun we'd work on. And when I came back um, to I worked there for a couple of years and I went to BTR and I came back to dynasty and, and the part of the stipulation to me coming back was 
<clears throat> we're only going to work on cars that are 2010 and newer. We're mm -hmm. not going to tune everything under the sun. And we're only going to work on these core chassis. And we lost a lot of clients over that. We did. And we we burned some bridges, not intentionally, but they, you know, they threw the kerosene on and they lit them up. And yeah. and at the end of the day, that's one of the things, especially in your position, you know, it it efficiency and what you can work on, because now you have to not only scale this company for you, but you have to do it for people that depend on you, Correct. which is pressure. Yeah, mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. So, so what's the plan for that? What's the plan for you to, to what so, in your mind are you going to do to make it as good as you can? The plan is like, we, we would always do three to four LS swaps a year and like rather nice ones. And the thing is with those is, you know, you, you build an engine, you put it in there, you order some headers, you, you get some mounts and then you're waiting on parts. It always seems to take 140 to 180 hours, you know? So you're talking 15 to 18 grand in labor and then 40, $50,000 in parts for these jobs. And they turn out to be, you know, 50, 60, 70 grand. And it's, you know, parts and labor and labor's, like I said, 15 to 18,000. But the thing is it's, it's on a hoist for three months. You know, it's in the way they're, they're constantly calling for updates and wanting this and how's it going. And you're like, well, I haven't worked on it in three days. We're waiting on this, or I haven't worked on it in seven days. I'm waiting on this. Um, you know, and you're, you're back and forth about, do you want a new fuel tank? Do you want to use the old one? If we use the old one, it's going to be five or six hours of labor cleaning the rust out of it because it's a 56 Bel Air. And, that, you know, so let's just buy a new one. And then it's yeah. 500, 1,000. And then, so those jobs are awesome because people see them and they love them. And they're like, this is great. You did this. This is fantastic. Cool. You know, but at the end of the day, it's it's months of your life, months of their lives, you know, and it's it's tension, even if it's nothing wrong. It's and a rack that's not turning hours. Correct. So, you know, the cam jobs, we, it doesn't give us any cool factor, but we do a ton of truck jobs, whether it's a, a stock, you know, cam replacement or a BTR stage one, just something little, we do a ton of those primarily. And, and honestly, it's, it's, that is, you know, bread and butter for this industry because we know that it'll take us two days. Mm -hmm. you know, like I think we, a lot of people don't understand, like, yes. um, I, I can't remember. I, I, it was a podcast that I listened to quite a while ago, and it was with some of the guys from AMS that do all the GTRs and stuff like that. And they explained how, like, their flagship builds these crazy GTRs with a full billet block. Like, those don't actually they make no money. Bills. They make, they make no money. A $20,000 billet block, they might make $500 selling that to somebody. Mm -hmm. But it's it's more of a marketing tool like right. like you like you said the the mm -hmm. revolving door of cam swaps exhaust jobs stuff like that that's what keeps the lights on that's what pays the bills like the right. gigantic bills that you see on instagram mm -hmm. on on speed hunters on facebook or whatever website or social media that's not the stuff that actually keeps these shops revolving those guys those usually those clients those customers are you know they're 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 paying a shitload of money it's a six figure mm -hmm. build but the person who's running that shop is not taking home six figures. They're mm -hmm. potentially losing their ass in the whole deal. Yeah. But yeah. in order to be involved in that program, well, that's sometimes the sacrifice you got to make to get your name out there. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm glad to hear that it's not just... The other thing that's like not, you can't, it's a variable that, Kenny, I'm sure you've thought about this because I know you, you've you had to sit on the phone for hours on end. But mm -hmm. one of the things we did at, at Dynasty is I took, I had to work with a customer on a model... Uh, let me let me change the car. Uh, Buick Rendezvous. Let's just pretend it wasn't a Model T. And um, and I kept track of a, a one week, just one week. I kept track of every minute I had to sit on the phone to chase. This is a car that was built by another shop and brought to us to have things corrected. So I kept track of every minute I sat on the phone with vendors, calling, tracking down parts, whatever, finding out who built it, who did what, where we can get this X, Y, and Z. And I had at the end of the week. I had six and a half hours of my time on the phone. So almost a full day of my time out of the week, I had mm -hmm. sitting on a phone. And when a customer looks at a repair order and sees phone time, six and a half hours, billed at an hourly rate that matches service, yeah. they're like, why are you? Why am I paying this? It's like, yes. you're paying this because I had to do it. Like this yeah. is like palleting a transmission to pretend it off to get built, like that's billable labor. Yeah. So people again, people don't realize the type of time, and and I am actually ecstatic to hear that you guys are are rolling through cam jobs on a frequent basis because I prefer personally to see your creme de la creme builds be the shit that you race. Your yeah. third gen, for example, yeah. I love seeing. I love seeing shop owners 
and tuners and and technicians i love seeing the spotlight builds be their cars and not mm -hmm. client cars because it's it means more to me as a person in the industry i just need to know if this is logan bubblebutt <laughs> is it yes it is logan yeah. bubblebutt <laughs> yeah she just came in she's like what bitch are you talking to now who is that <laughs> and i'm like i don't got it like that anymore i'm missing teeth i got like this is Logan from State Farm. Wrinkles. Yes. Yeah, wrinkles. Sounds hideous. You, get, you guys all want to go three for one on some Botox next weekend? We'll all just Let's get filled out. I need a grill. We'll get our lips done. Yeah, she won't let me get a grill. No grills. What, what about cheek fillers and some Botox? No we could go no do that. We got to do it. Yeah, we got to do it for sure. Maybe take a cruise, just see what happens. But yeah. <laughs> Either at any rate, I do again. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off again. Oh, but, you're good. So, Cam Jobs, Northern Performance. You also developed Northern Performance Shine, and Dick came back and he's doing a lot of the paint correction stuff, right? Yes, correct. Okay. And so, what do you, what's the, uh, as far as scalability is concerned, I've never mm -hmm. owned or worked with a detail shop. Now that you have both versions of that in house, what side of the business do you see uh, has more potential for growth in the next five to 10 years? Obviously, our side, because we already have such a huge head start. Um, so the paint correction and ceramic coating thing is wild. It's been something that I feel like a lot of people throw off as gimmicky. And, you know, and and the reason being is every car dealership out there, every new car dealership and this and that, they, they sell a ceramic package and this and, that, and it's, it's bullshit. It really is most of it. Um, so we have spent since 2018. So. From 2018 until so to summarize, Dick has always done detailing and stuff periodically on the side, full time, and then he he managed a car quest for a while, blah, blah, blah. So in the last five years, so I bought my first brand new truck in 2018. And I was like, dude, I want you to come over. I'll buy a brand new polisher and some bunch of stuff. Let's try some stuff on this truck. I really want you to try to get better at this. You know, you're, you're obviously detail oriented, and he's far more patient than I'll ever be. So that's great. Um, but so like we had a brand new truck with a couple hundred miles on it. I'm like, polish it. And he's like, I don't want to mess it up. And I'm like, polish it. So we spent some time on that, which, you know, like I said, not to go off on a long strain cause I could talk for days, but we, <laughs> we spent some time on that. We made it nice. We tried some products. We tried some other products on one of the other vets and this and that. And, uh, we spent three or four years basically, I don't want to say I was like molding him, but like I'm pushing him into a new spot where he's never been. I'm so you played the old mentor card, is what you did. Yes. So it's like even you know my burden. Like confidence, I don't think to just try it on. Yeah, he didn't have you know not not to cut him down because that's not what I'm doing, but he didn't have the confidence to do the stuff. Like, did he make you call him daddy? Like Rye makes me call him daddy. He needs to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should. Yeah. Papi, 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 papi. But like yeah, so, you know, I just, I pushed him into taking this to another level because I see, you know, I got other friends where, you know, I got a couple friends where, you know, high-end clientele will fly them around the world and paint correct boats and ceramic boats and detail cars and like oh, nice cars. And it's like, this dude's making a killing and living an awesome life. So I just kind of pushed him into that because, you know, it's the guy has a talent, he has a skill and he has the patience to do it. He just never had his own spot and he never had the confidence to just go out on his own and do it. So we spent, you know, four or five years trying stuff before we did this. We finally got it to where, you know, we did my red truck two years ago in December and he did an absolute kick-ass job on it. And then we got, we got in with G Technique, which is a really nice high-end coating company and we coated it and it, you know, two years later, the thing is badass. So then finally we're like, all right, we need to start selling this. You know, I don't, I don't like selling something I can't stand behind. So like, I just don't think that that's cool. And I think it happens often in the industry, but whatever. Yeah. So we finally got to a point where we're doing really nice stuff and we have had really good customer feedback with it. Like people are absolutely just super happy with it. So, so you guys do the, that. you guys, uh, push the, the G technique stuff you said. Correct. Yep. I actually yep. really, really happy with it. Yeah. It's been, um, it's been wonderful Local guy here. Uh, Thad Dawson, uh, nano pros. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's he was cool. my hero in the. He was my f body daddy way back when. Yeah, man, he's so, he's right here local to us. So yeah, yeah. anything. Remember, he went five thirty at one thirty three, and I'm like, holy shit! He yeah. actually just went five point three at one thirty three. <laughs> so yeah, he was actually. That's why he's, I built my black f body. Was I always had like that thing where I wanted to do and needed one, and then 
I seen him and I'm like, yep, I'm doing it. Those are the yeah, only guys awesome. I've ever seen. They 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 post a dump truck up and I'm like, I didn't know I wanted a dump truck. And now yeah. I do. Like they <laughs> yeah. they ceramic wow, coat awesome. an entire fucking dump truck and it's and, sick. And just like him watching him on the internet. Man, but he yeah. is doing some nice shit. Like, but yeah, you don't awesome get job. G technique Kick endorsement. Yep. Yeah, you don't, you don't get the G technique endorsement without being good at what you're doing. So right, right, yep. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Sorry, go ahead. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot a different direction now yeah. because we only have about ten minutes left here. Yeah, we'll keep going. And uh, and I want to uh, I just want to I want to clarify something. And uh, you don't have to speak on this if you don't want to, but I know you will. So we'll just go this direction. So you're if I, for people listening, Kenny's got a third gen that is. Let me just say, I don't like third gen Camaros. I'm sorry, but I just don't. And then I saw Kenny's and I'm like, damn it. Uh, I know. I just know. I've never liked them. They've never, they've never done anything for me. And Kenny scooped this as a roller, right? You bought it as a roller? No, it was literally the body with four floor bars. Okay. Okay. I thought it was my fault. My fault. No, no. You're good. The color of the car is what? What do you call that? F8 Chrysler green. It's gorgeous. The car's sick. It is the best looking third gen. I don't care. I mean, I'll put it up against any third gen. It is the best looking third gen Camaro I've ever seen. It sits perfectly. It looks it looks amazing. And now it's got a billet Noonan tall deck. Energy tall deck. Energy, my fault. My bad. Okay, so energy tall deck. What happened with the cylinder heads? So that was a long story. That's a loaded question. <laughs> loaded question, long story. I ordered a standard deck block. I thought I did. I asked for it. I received a tall deck. No hard feelings now, but you know how that goes. I mocked the whole car up for a standard deck. It showed up as a tall deck. I didn't even know. I bought a crank and rods from them for a standard deck. And then when I took it to the machine shop, I never measured it because I never thought to think about it. I just, I was like, look at this shiny ass thing. It's more, it's actually more expensive than the house that Chelsea and I lived in in 2012. So I was like, I love this thing, you know? So I was like, it's great. So I just basically like looked at it and then I took it to my machine shop guy and He's like, hey, did you order a tall deck on purpose? And I'm like, no, why would I do that? I, you know, I have 61, 25 rods and standard stroke LS crank. And he's like, yeah, it's a tall deck. And I'm like, fuck my life. No. I'm like, here I am deep in here and deep in here, crankshaft head. So, so there, there would have been nothing wrong with the heads, hypothetically. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back it up for a second. What did, who, did you buy the block directly from Energy? I did. And what did they say when you, when you approached them and said, this is the wrong block? They said that's what I wanted. You're. I'm not gonna look. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Barbara Walters. You're not telling me the whole story. What the fuck? Did you? Why didn't you tell him? Give me what I asked for. No, this is this is. You just don't know. This is this. This is what you wanted. You want this? No. Yeah. 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 You're an idiot. We know better. This is what you want. They Jedi mind tricked you. And I'm friends with them, and I'm not even angry. But it is what it is. But if I knew ahead of time, I would have probably added cubes to it. So it's still a 388 cubic inch motor. And so to remedy that, I wait. Just... What? Wait, tall deck and only three eighty eight. We got a piston yeah. rod ratio to talk about yes. here, bud. I mean, yes. I can't say so, a whole lot. I have an eleven seven deck height motor, big block Chevy that's only six hundred, only six thirty two. So okay. So what did you do for rod length and piston uh, and pin height and all that? So pin height. So I, I used the standard same pistons that I had. And so the reason why I did it, I didn't want to change anything from the Fox body. The Fox body was almost 3000 pounds on ethanol and went 430. So I wanted to build a lighter eighth mile geared car, you know, because the Fox had a 350 rear gear and it still went 430s. So anyways, I wanted to build the same combo and a lighter car that was eighth mile geared on methanol with no intercooler. Meaning so you're going to go three eighties. I didn't want to change everything because I knew that combo was super reliable and it needed nothing ever. So Yes. So yeah, crank rod and piston, blah blah blah. I ordered a six point six two inch rod, so it gave me ten below the deck. That way you can grill more with methanol and heat with the aluminum rod. Blah blah blah. I kept the same piston as what the standard deck would be, and everything worked out and measured fine. Okay. Um, but the cylinder head. So what happened was now the deck is taller, so it presses the cylinder heads farther away. Yep. Uh, the raised camshaft. The camshaft's point three eight eight taller. So what it did is basically like when I put the cathedral heads on it, because I already ordered these heads for, you know, six grand and 10 and a half month wait on a four month estimate, which was, this is the reason why it's just now getting done. Yeah, it's fantastic. So all of last year I had truck, trailer and car sitting there and I'm like, yeah, it's a quarter million dollars is sitting around waiting for these fucking cylinder heads for 10 and a half months. But uh, yeah, cause it wasn't waiting on me. We would have the car done in about four months. So 
the cylinder heads would have absolutely fit if it was a standard deck, standard cam height. So what happened is the push rods were just very, very heavy into the, the intake port. Exhaust port was fine. A little bit of finessing with the porting bit. So, of course, I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm this far in. I'm going to port it out a little bit and clearance it. So as soon as I touched it, I blew through the intake port. And I'm like, cool. That one was really, really thin. So, the, you know, it's, and, and here's the kicker is it's a cathedral port. So it's about as wide as my my Pen 15 Club. So there was no room to get a ticket. He's talking about his wiener, everybody at home. Pen 15 Club meets penis. He's talking about yeah. his dick. This, yeah. is this is not a PG show. We go rated R every time. I wasn't sure, you know, it's your yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We usually hang dick by this time in the show, but either way. <laughs> this is... Well, welcome to the jungle, dude. Yeah, yeah welcome to the Clapped Out Podcast, sponsored by Monster Clutches. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, hey, real quick, pause. <laughs> Monster Clutch Co., all right? We just got to throw a little... Hey, Kenny, if you had to choose a clutch for your car, what clutch would you choose? You say Monster Clutches. I so, already have a Monster SK Twin in my Corvette. There he is. All right, good. They they yeah. just write themselves. They do. Yeah. They write themselves. Monster clutches. Get your that, clutch on. That America. was not planned. No, that wasn't yeah. at all. That's good. No, I actually I actually just sent it back out just to have him go through it the other day because I sent the trans and the rear end down to RPM to have him do a gear and refresh it all. So shout out Jeremy at RPM. All right, back back to the story. But either way, monsterclutchgo.com, monster clutch, you bunch of clutches, you bunch of clutches. You pay for the whole seat, but you only use the edge. Okay. So cylinder heads. You yep. blew through the intake port. You poured yep. it right into it. Now that yep. means you have to fix it. Yep. Now what do you do? So here's two two things that, like, yes, we can fix it. But two, what do we do once we fix it? Because the push rods are so far off, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not talking about they barely touch. I'm talking about I, they wouldn't fit in the in the, the lifter cup or the, the rocker arm cup. They were w- way off. Anyway, so. What what uh, what uh, brand what brand were the heads? Rodex. BR1s. Okay. Got you. Oh, so I ran those. They had yeah. on a Fox body. They were fantastic. Yeah. I ran those too. They're nice heads. So, it, and the thing is, like, I, I ordered them through Mike Lowe because I was like, well, he'll get them faster than I will for sure. So, you know, it was beryllium seats and titanium intake valves. And it was just tricked out, solid deck, hip process, yada, yada. And like, Mike Lowe is also very attractive, just for the record. Just throwing yeah. that out there. Great dude. He's always taking care of me when I needed something. Very sexy. <laughs> I like the way he smells. He's like Dude. my silver fox. You know? Huge hog. Just... Yeah. Oh my god, his hog is crazy veiny, dude. Really? <laughs> I don't know why, dude. It's like a roadmap to heaven, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like you get you get lost. It's like where's Waldo? I'll find him. I'll tell yeah, you that much. Was, you gotta get it. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Uh, I got it, dude. Right. <laughs> okay, back to yeah. back to the heads. Yeah. God. Stupid penis jokes and I can't focus. Monster I'm clutch kill. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Come on, man. You need to say it's a ride, dude. <laughs> All right. Let's keep the tape rolling. Keep the tape rolling. Cylinder uh, heads are jacked up. Yep. So <laughs> I had I tried for many hours. I couldn't fix them. So I sent them to somebody else that fixes cylinder heads. And a month later, he sent them back. And he's like, I can't get them, dude. The hole's too tight. I can't get in there. And I was like, oh, awesome. What am I going to do now? So we were going to sleeve them. And I didn't want to sleeve them because it would have been a last resort. And then mm-hmm. if that wouldn't have worked out, or if they leaked, then it would just been they would have been pretty much just junk. Yeah. So uh, my buddy Michael Borgen with the Turbo Volvo, you know the drag. Ah, uh, yeah. You know he's he's miniature sexual too. I've so seen him got, shirtless many times at hotels. Yeah, yeah, I got him with no pants on. If you want yeah. that one. Oh yeah, can you send that over? Thank you. Yeah. So hog to height ratio is so off on it. I mean, he's got a. He's hammer like a, dude oh absolutely he's like 102 pounds with 40 pounds <laughs> he broke. said to me a sick week last year <laughs> he was like like cars were pulling into lanes and it wasn't our call to lanes yet and i walked over and i talked to him i'm like hey man did they call the class to lanes and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes there are he goes there are leaders and followers you don't look like much of a follower to me so you don't ask questions, you just do. And I'm just like, what the fuck? All I asked was, dude, pull sensei, the like, dude, just yeah. sensei, dude. <laughs> yeah. Right. I had so- a similar experience with him. We all stayed in a hotel together in Orlando, and he came out of the shower with a long shirt on, but no pants. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you wearing? You know? And he's like, like, it's a, like, Winnie it's the a Pooh. Speedo. And I'm like, dude, put some fucking pants on. I want to have sex with you. I'm like, why? How? <laughs> like, you're sleeping with me. Oh, my God. He is a, he is tons of fun, man. That dude's he's awesome. A, 
he's a great dude. He's done a lot of stuff for me. He actually drove all, you know, he drove four hours away and came and did some stuff with me and we got it set up. And then uh, he went and took the heads and got them fixed. I got them back in like five days from this guy. It was bad. God. So he, like 300 bucks and fix them in five days. And I'm like, fucking hey, here's another hundred. Cool. Isn't but, it crazy finding people like it? I feel like doers and donters, the same thing he was just saying, like followers and leaders. There's people that just get shit done. And there's people that you just a year later, you're like, why in the fuck don't I have these heads yet? You said four months, not six, yeah. not eight, yeah. Was ten and a half. Yeah. I'm like, if you were the one sitting home with a truck and a trailer, and this car sitting around with 150 grand into it, you would be upset that your $5,000 part is the only reason I haven't finished this in the last nine months. Yeah. Because I don't fuck around. I would have had it done. And now you have everything you need, right? Yeah, okay. yeah it's almost done. Is there any other holdup for you to keep moving on the car? Uh, I am going to have tomorrow a brake pedal and gas pedal. Uh, Tim McCam is sending it because I was going to put a Willwood one in like a standard style brake pedal. It just doesn't fit good with the shit firewall that we put on it. So the floor-mounted Pro Mod type pedals will be here tomorrow. Welding those in. Um, there's a very small list of stuff, but I think I'm going to have it done by Friday night. So we're going to disassemble the whole thing. I'm going to paint the cage over this weekend, and I'm going to put it all back together the following week. I'm going to say seven to ten days leeway just in case, but I should have the fucker done in about two weeks. That is amazing, dude. So And, and uh, again, <laughs> so for anyone that, again, is listening and not staring at Kenny's beautiful face, I encourage you to go to his Facebook page, Northern Performance. And I don't know that you're posting updates like crazy there or his personal Facebook. And I'll give his cell phone number out in the comments if you just want to text him. But mm -hmm. pay attention to this, not only this this shop, but him, Kenny is a human. He touched on some stuff earlier about his his early life, going being the king of prison, I think is what he called himself. Um, and just everything he has overcome and where he has gone. I appreciate you more than I could say. And I thank you for the friendship that you have given me over the years. Even though we have never kissed in person, I constantly kiss you in my dreams, buddy. <laughs> um, and, and short of not trying to cut this short, we do have to get to a couple closing statements. And I wanted to, uh, I just wanted to circle back and just tell everybody, like, pay attention to you. Because I think, I, I don't have a knack for talent. Obviously, I'm working with this idiot, Rye. But at the same time, I, I'm stoked as shit to see what you have done and, and all the cars you continue to pummel out. And I appreciate you, and I hope you keep it up, brother. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Rye, you want to suck his ass too, or just me? No, I just uh, thanks for being on, man. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll yeah, definitely have it. you back on again. And uh, look forward to seeing the car come out. And if uh, if possible, I would like to be there in person to see this thing get shaken down. And maybe hey. we shake it down together. Yeah. Maybe if get the fuck out of Michigan. Come south. East not, oh, bit, oh, okay. You know, why don't we? Why we don't we go to Michigan, dickhead? Josh is up there. We could go up there because there's like 15 feet of fucking snow out there. This dude's right now. Ain't nobody racing right now. You he's jackass. riding around on a Pontiac Grand Prix on fucking Blizzax. He right now, there's snow on the ground. Now we can go in the spring. It's 71 degrees here in North Carolina today. We can fucking race right now. Shut down. Damn it. You're the Kenny, I'm sorry you had to witness that. It's all right. Somebody said something to me the other day. They're like, you going on that podcast for that fucking guy that yells all the time? That's me, like, dude. Logan. That's Logan. But yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we have like 12 followers on YouTube now. We're doing great. Let's just throw it out there. Yeah. No, so quickly. Yes. If I don't fuck the car up on the dyno, and if all goes good, we're going to take it to Bradenton for streetcar takeover in February. Yes. You mean in four weeks? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Logan, I don't fuck around. I know you don't. Can we start a... I, I, I don't want to completely derail this, but can we shut, start a... Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up for a second. Yeah, Ryan, you want to go to Bradenton? Yeah. Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, Kenny, you get the car done. Clapped out's coming to Bradenton. So yeah. so I'm going to go either way. I don't know if you know my buddy Tim Webster's Fox body. I, I mean, I go both ways. So I do yeah. too, depending on the night. So we're going to go anyways because, like he said, I need to get out of the snow for a week or so. It's been a little bit. And I've been hus I've been hustling on this car quite a bit, so I need a little bit of a vacation. So, But, yeah, if things go well, I'm going to take the third gen down there and shake it down because Bradenton's fucking badass. Uh, and it's a nice little vacation. If anything pops up in the car, I don't want to destroy anything, shit like that. I'll be like, okay, we'll just wait until the spring. I got a few more months to get it ready, and we'll just take Tim's car instead. So, well, let's book tickets. Let's book yeah, tickets look. in the next day. Rye, pick a hotel because I know you're bougie as shit. Kenny, this is where we sign you off. Excellent. I appreciate I appreciate you again, dude. Thank you so much, and hopefully, 
I mean, not hopefully. The only thing that's going to stop me from going to Bradenton is Rye bailing as soon as we end this podcast to be like, I got to take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just I have these three biological responsibilities called children. Oh, oh. You're lucky oh. you said children as quick as you did because I had a comeback on that one, but either yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kenny Dangler, everybody. Round of applause. Kenny Dangler. <laughs> it's great having you on, brother, man. You have a wonderful evening. Take care, guys. Love Later. you. Say it back. You guys too. We'll see you. All right. Clapped Out Podcast 2024. Rye Clamp. Tell me, tell me something that the people don't already know about yourself. About me? Yeah, just a personal statement. Um, God, dude, fuck! I could come up with ten off the top of my head. Ready, go. Me? Yeah. I cut my private parts open with a razor blade in the shower when I was fourteen. No, sixteen years old, and I ran into my dad's bedroom with my junk in my hand, covered in blood, That's and I said, "Dad, crazy. dad, dad!" And he's just like, "Whoa, God!" It's a true story. So you showed your dad your 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 junk? Is that what my you're bloody giblets? Yeah, I didn't. I thought I cut it off. I don't want to look at it. That's weird. Okay, now you go. I wanted to be a garbage man as a kid. That was my dream job. Because I just wanted to crush stuff in the back of a garbage truck. I thought it was cool when you pull the handle and, just, and it mangles all the trash in the back. That was that seemed like a cool thing to me, and that like that was like a career that I really, really wanted as a child. And honestly, I would probably be way more content doing that than what I'm doing right now. Should I go be a garbage man? So you're saying that me telling the story about cut, I didn't have to tell a story about cutting my wiener open. I could have just talked about like my passions as a child, like yeah. what I wanted to be. Yeah, that was on you. It was 100 percent on you. When's the last time you shit your pants? Ooh, um, six months ish. I'm guessing there. Like you ever was, like it was like a ever, rocket through. Just never we, trust a fart. Of, that's all I can say. What about you? Ever like go throughout the day? And you're you just you're stinky. You've been sweating, and you shard a little bit, and then like you bend over to pick some up. You smell yourself, and it's just, it's not like you shit yourself, but there's sure there's poop. There's for sure poop paste in your pants. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have skid marks, but I definitely have brown underwear. I have you know definitely I mean? taken like made like uh, was it they call that on Robin Big back in the day? Uh, the man pawn. Take a paper towel, you fold it up a few times, just to. I don't know I'll what's going on right now. I don't have time to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Let me just, you know, let me just get ahead of this now and put like a, a dam, uh, a blockage in there. Is there any place that you go to when you're like on the brink of having to take it, take a deuce and that push it? Like I've talked about this probably too much in the past, but hardware stores and libraries make me want to shit. No, um, here's a life hack. If you're ever on a road trip and you're like, I don't want to poop at a gas station, just stop at a hotel. I don't, I have... Hotels. I, I There's have a... always bathrooms in the lobby. And when you walk in, the person who's working at the front desk is not going to know whether you are or are not a guest. They're just going to be like, hello, welcome to the Hilton. And you can just be like, hey, where's your, where's the shit? Where can I shit? No, so I have a personal problem with people that don't like shitting at gas stations. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Being a girl dad and also married to a woman. So when you go on road trips with four females, they don't want to take dumps in truck stop gas stations usually. Uh, So you have to find them clean restrooms. And your answers are usually grocery stores or hotels. Okay, dude. Sorry, I don't have four, three children. I'm sorry that I don't. I just I shit in I shit in tra- truck stops. Sounds like your swimmers aren't swimming. So no, they're not, dude. They have gone up inside of me. That's I funny. taste them every night. <laughs> You're just a big old, just a big cum sponge. Uh, we'll edit oh, that yeah. out. How do you know my? No, don't edit <laughs> that out. That was my cheerleader nickname in college. Nobody's cum sponge. They throw me in the air. I'm going through my villain era. Uh, <laughs> all right here's meet becky 27 years old she's been divorced twice she's decided that she's in fact going through her villain era it's, it's just a picture of some worn out girl with 47 stanley cups in the back of her hyundai what is the thing with stanley cups 
Did they become popular because it's called a Stanley Cup and people are like, oh, it's kind no. of like a hockey thing? Or no, they got they became popular because some I... influencer chick like started posting them, and then her follower, her millions of followers, were like, oh my god, we need it. And shout out to Stanley Cup though because they turned that thing into a fortune. Yeah, they made I mean, like three quarters of a billion dollars on cups. Yeah, it's kind of bananas. Yeah. Anyway, I think I got a shit. I can't really tell though. Uh, why don't you take it home? I'm done yelling. Monster Clutch, go for the win. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the uh, re. Is it re inauguration? Reinvigoration? The the rejuvenation? <laughs> the reboot? The reboot of the Clap Top Podcast? Did you read Greg? Did you read the last comment from Gregory? No. I just want you to know, leaving and coming back to this conversation is fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal with these podcasts. Like, yes. we don't want anyone to know what's going on. We don't even know what's going oh, on. Oh, hey, hold on. Debbie Sweet is in here. Hello, handsome. It's nice meeting you here. Oh, don't mind Debbie sending me a friend Sweet. request. I might have hey, to send her a friend hey, request. Debbie, thank you Debbie. so much for participating in the Clapped Out podcast. Uh, I'm sure that you'll get a lot of friend requests from all of our tens of followers on this she's yeah, we peaked at 22 people tonight the trolls so. are terrible all right ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning into the clapped out podcast i'm rye that's logan, I'm logan. Oh, okay. and uh this has been a presentation of monster clutch company and we are so thankful and grateful for everybody for tuning back in and we look forward to uh hammering out more of these bad boys i like to hammer yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Are we? It's a good idea. Yeah. Where's the trigger? <laughs> Give me back my salami. Give me back my salami. Oh, man. All right. Clappedout.com. Are we still unrecord? I don't, I, all I know how to do is just end the meeting. So 